A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, They caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him, and likewise James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. The call of the prophet Isaiah is clear and direct. From the heavenly throne room, Isaiah heard a voice saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. St. Paul heard the call to follow the risen Lord while he was doing just the opposite. He was persecuting the church of God. And Jesus' call comes not in the temple or a synagogue, but in the wilderness, when a voice from heaven spoke over the muddy waters of the Jordan River. Frederick Buchner suggests a way of discerning God's voice amid all the competing voices around us. The kind of work God usually calls you to is the kind of work that you need most to do and that the world most needs to have done. The place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. The call of Simon is a process. This is not the first time Simon has met Jesus. A few verses earlier, after leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered Simon's house and he healed Simon's mother-in-law. Simon's call to go deeper comes in the midst of an ordinary morning after an unsuccessful night of fishing. The fact that Jesus shows up on this morning might be a clue to understanding today's gospel. 
Jesus doesn't actually call Simon. He invites him to put out into the deep, and he declares that Simon will be catching people. But he doesn't say, come, follow me. Matthew and Mark make the call explicit, follow me and I will make you fish for people, and immediately they left their nets and followed him. John tells the story in much the same way as Luke, except that John places the narrative after the resurrection. After having denied Jesus three times, Peter and his companions go out fishing, but all night long they caught nothing. After daybreak, the risen Lord stood on the shore and suggested that they cast the net on the other side. They caught so many fish they couldn't haul them in. Afterward, Jesus asked Simon Peter three times, Do you love me? And three times commands him, Feed my sheep. We might call John's version a recall story. Father Jack Castillo used to say, the Bible tells the same story over and over again. Call, fall, and recall. Matthew calls him Simon, son of Jonah, which reminds us of the great fish lurking in the deep. Jesus gives symbolically simple directions. Simon must go deep inside himself, put out into deep water, and wait to receive, let down your nets for a catch. Simon obeys Jesus' instruction, but when the huge catch of fish almost sinks the boat, Luke calls him by a new name. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Simon and the others are amazed and overwhelmed. Like the 130 to 150 gallons of good wine at the wedding of Cana, or the 5,000 who are fed with five loaves and two fish, the fullness and abundance of divine reality dwarfs him. He experiences his own smallness and inadequacy. He is not worthy of what he has experienced. When Jesus looked at Simon, he said to him, Do not be afraid. Real holiness is the very reverse of frightening. Simon Peter is all in. He is entirely present to himself, not just Simon, the big-hearted, impulsive man. If you say so, I will let down the nets. But Peter as well, the one who will hand Jesus over out of fear. I don't know him. Jesus loves Simon Peter entirely, because there is no way into belonging to the church, or we might say no new identity, except being forgiven. The teaching of Christ is passed from those who are being forgiven to those who are being forgiven. Remember the scene in the Passion Gospel when Peter is warming himself at the fire in the courtyard of the high priest? Peter denies Jesus for the third time, and Jesus turns and looks directly at Peter. Peter remembered what Jesus had predicted. He went out and wept bitterly. What did Peter see in the eyes of Jesus 
that pierced his heart. I don't think he saw condemning, judgmental eyes. Neither do I think he saw disappointed eyes. I think Peter saw eyes that were filled with understanding and compassion. In the eyes of Jesus, Peter saw the one who insists on loving him into life beyond his fear and inadequacies. I'm reading Father Greg Boyle's new book, The Whole Language. Greg is the director of the largest gang intervention, rehabilitation, and reentry program on the planet. When homies say they are trying to be better people, Greg says, I tell them that they could not be even one bit better. We never say to the homies, we believe you can change, but rather, we know you can heal. Greg offers this advice from the Persian poet Hafiz. Try to look upon yourself more as God does, for God knows your true royal nature. This is really a story about God and God's ability not only to call us, but also to create us as people who are able to follow. Any encounter with Christ will always draw us in deeper. Our lives will no longer be the same. As Jesus has caught him, Simon is to catch others. When they brought their boats to shore, they left everything they used to do and dedicated themselves to catching men and women. The call has been heard.